How about the gourmet here? You know what he wanted? Hot dogs. Okay. You know they make those things out of hot yet? You know? Lips and assholes. Uh, I guess I'm old-fashioned. I like assholes. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of the PGP Filmcast. I'm your host, Chad, and with me, as always, is Tom. I'm always first. I like that. Yeah. And Jerry. Alphabetically, your last name. You're first. And Jerry. Hello. Technically, and we have a... She would be, yeah, H... G. It's supposed to be TG. Yeah, no. so would it be PGGPR filmcast now? And uh, Polly's going to Are you, are you taking pounds? It'll be PR or RP. I'm doing refill pounds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a long, a long so title. So PGP, GRP. PGP, GRP. PGP. Yeah, PGP, GRP. I don't care. I like it. It works. It'll work. And Page with us great. is uh, Holly. Hi. And uh, Another Holly. Oh. <laughs> hey, you over there. You're, what's your name? <laughs> oh, so, whatever. Very coming confusing. Up, coming up in today's episode, we have a uh, feature movie is Predators. Comes out July 9th, 2010. Then uh, we have our Versus, which was pretty Pretty-one. one-sided. Curly Sue versus The Great Outdoors. Yeah, six to zero on the website. See the name of the guy who directed Predators? <laughs> <laughs> His Nimrod. name is Nimrod. <laughs> Nimrod Anal. Anal and Then um, we have a nice couple of weekends, May 28th and June 4th. When was the last time somebody died? Somebody died, but I didn't recognize the name, so I didn't. So they don't make it. Yeah. And uh, then our retro review of 400 Blows. 400 Balls. And our top 10 coming-of-age films. This was a fun one. A lot of John Hughes should be... Yeah. I have at least one. I have one. Yeah, I think I... Well, I had a really long list and I had to dwiddle. Yeah, I have my runner's up list. Yeah. All right, Chad. Don't try to look at Tom's news. top ten. News. And we have guest list. Yeah, we have Lots guest of list. Tom, Tom of the, was it, Monday Night Magic? Yep, I'm going to actually give the URL out this week. Really? On Monday Night Magic? Mm-hmm. So we should hopefully get some more. Monday Night Magicians to yes, listen to. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> It is Monday Night Magicians. <laughs> You heard my dad thought that it was actually a magic show. Yeah, he thought oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Never know. Done a magic trick. How did you do a magic trick on the radio? <laughs> oh, that would be a really good one. It's pretty good. You just animated. Totally, wow. I've totally disappeared right now. I'm back. You can't see what card am I holding up? Four diamonds. Tap- How do you know? Tapping your mana is kind of a magic trick. You ever, you've done that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just, I just, I just tap this halls menthol, mentholiptus. Yeah, cherry flavor. But uh, we'll start out with news. Uh, Michael Bay has decided not to bring back Megan Fox for Transformers Three. Well, why not? It's just, just jarring. It's because she badmouthed. Yeah, she badmouthed them. She can do more like Jennifer's Body Two, whatever that movie was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's in that Jonah Hex movie that's coming out. Oh, um, she's Western. Oh. I saw a preview for that. I'm mixed on that. One. Uh, it doesn't look very. Kind of looks like a magical Wild Wild West, and that's frightening. Yeah, it could so, end up being like Wild Wild West with uh, Will Smith, and yeah, it's gonna be bad. Uh, she has been replaced by a Victoria's Secret model, Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Is Rosie married then? Since she's uh, hyphenated, I don't know. Mm. She could be divorced. She might have just kept the hyphen. her parents. Maybe. maybe her parents were hyphenated. Yeah. She gets she gets compliments on so, the hyphen. <laughs> I'm sure she'll do a much, much better job than Megan Fox. I'm sure. Megan, yeah, Megan Fox she's is prettier, so that goes with level of yeah, we'll acting see. ability. Who's who's Alan Turdyke? <laughs> Alan, uh, Alan Turdyke has been cast in the movie. Also, he was the pilot in Firefly. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he got killed in a very yeah, anticlimactic way at the end yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh. Got basically run through by a, a beam. 
or like a post or something like that. No, it's like a spear, spearhead. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. Then uh, David Fincher has replaced McGee, directing 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Leagues. So what you're saying is 200 fathoms is equal to 20,000 Leagues. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, also Brad Bird, uh, director of The Incredibles and uh, Iron Giant. Uh, he's going to be directing the next Mission Impossible movie. Oh, so it's going to be animated? No, nope, it'll be oh. live action. It's his first live action movie. Yeah, he so. sounds woefully unprepared for that. With uh, Tom <laughs> Cruise? Yeah, the with cruiser. the cruiser. No way. Please do not bring back the like fake face again. I just cannot stand that. That's but part of... I thought you liked that. that. I thought you said that was a cool part of the movie. Tom Cruise is actually going to become a cruiser missile in this one. <laughs> it's like right out of... Uh, um, what was the cartoon when we were kids and it was always the bad Inspector guy? Inspector Jack. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. They always had the fake mask on. Oh, you mangy kids. I love it when it, it was the only other character on mangy. the show was the bad guy. The only other character introduced like every the other character in this history. Well, what about when the Globetrotters were on? They weren't all bad guys. Even though, even though they were black and obviously bad guys. <laughs> oh, God. The Washington Generals, those are the bad guys. <laughs> and, uh, and Jerry Reed was on? He wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> Remember they had to follow the sound of Jerry Reed playing music? <laughs> was the other Helms they ever on Lance? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe. I thought she was on it. I swear to God, she may have been on the show. I remember the Globetrotters and Jerry Reed. Well, they had Sunday and Cher. They had all types of weird guest hosts on that. Yeah. And then uh, Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords. He's going to be in Men in Black 3. What is he the guy that wears the glasses? He's the guy with the mullet and the sideburns and the glasses. Okay, mm, he's the, the funny one. He's the yeah, the guy who's the, the Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, because mm, okay. yeah, I don't think the other guy's very funny. The little guy with the beard. It's a new Russian watch show. I just listened to their music. Yeah, the one sounds pretty good. Most of their songs. You and me I like the uh, racist dragon. <laughs> uh, business time's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. James Franco has been cast in uh, Planet of the Apes prequel, The Rise of the Apes. <laughs> oh. Why do we need a prequel James that's already explained? Hmm. I just love Isn't it me. already explained when they yeah, find the, the ship crashes? Yeah. I mean, they find the ship in Planet of the Apes. There's no need for a prequel. It's The Rise of the Apes, so when the apes take over, I guess. Okay, I guess after they've left and the time in between. So it, it, it follows evolution, so it's a really long <laughs> movie. Just... <laughs> It's six million years. <laughs> Maybe it's long. This, this is a long ass movie. Shit. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's going to be voicing this over. <laughs> and then they went. They climbed down from the trees. Then through slow brain development. <laughs> you guys both do a really good Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds just like him. Yeah. Got confused there for yeah. a second. Uh, I'm going to throw an inter- interracial prom. <laughs> Paramount Pictures is re releasing Grease on July 8th. And, the original? Uh, the original Grease with John Travolta. Why? Huh? So it's uh, 30th anniversary Whoa. or something like that. Yes, it was 30th. And in uh, select yeah, cities, there will be a sing-along version of Grease. Isn't isn't the That's movie? What what differs <laughs> this non-sing-along versus this sing-along version? The sing-along is going to have like it's going to encourage you to act like an asswipe in the movie theater. So they're trying to make this like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but like officially mandated. Yeah. Okay. Didn't John Travolta and his wife get caught up in the, the Ponzi scheme since they lose their money to Madoff? That's probably... That's it. Um, they probably convinced, you know, the re-release so they could make, make some money. I think they're hard up. There. Gotta pay for their new baby. He's but, a crazy psychologist, too. Pregnant. I thought they oh paid for God. the new one. Didn't they kill the old one? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're getting It's like the Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only one. <laughs> no, they're pregnant again. Really? Oh, really? She's 47 or 48, and he's oh 56. Oh, my God. 
Scientology, man. It can do miracles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the alien sperm that he had from Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> he dressed up like the alien. Roll, roll on dreadlock and stuff. <laughs> he brought in Forrest Whitaker. Also, it's going to be a black baby with a lazy eye. No! Be the Lawrence Fishburne. He grabbed the wrong vial. That is an ugly baby. And yeah. we'll segue into I, I'm being honest with you. That is an ugly baby. We'll go with the uh, segue into Predators. Comes out July 9th, 2010. Is directed by who, Jerry? Nimrod Anal. <laughs> <laughs> who directed uh, Armored that came out last year with Lawrence Fishburne and Matt Dillon? Amol. Amol Months. Months Amol. Me, your and, boss. Uh, written by Alex Livak and Michael Finch, and that is pretty much their first movie. So, so you know it's good. And it shows from the trailer. And then it's uh, being produced by Robert Rodriguez, and his name's all over it. So, a group of elite warriors are hunted by members of a merciless alien race. And that's, that's the whole plot. Yep, there you go. That's, that's all, all you need. need. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. I did that so much less to type in than usual. And in like what that. in what <laughs> fucking parallel universe is Adrian Brody an elite warrior? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say uh, Topher Grace. Isn't isn't Danny Trejo? Isn't his name like a piece of silverware in Trejo? Spanish? It is Cuchillo is knife. His <laughs> 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 character's name is knife. Knife. I love it. Larry Fishburne, but he's like eighty five years old. Now. Yeah, but of all the like people in the movie, he seems most dangerous. Uh, yeah, at least Trejo. he's like big. He's Does he have real obviously scars? obese, but at least he's big. Yeah. Real he's got scars. They're, they're acne scars, but he's got scars. <laughs> so it's starring Adrian Brody as Royce. Yeah, that sounds really elite warrior. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no! The, we don't need the knife. We need Royce. <laughs> Get Royce. <laughs> it's like, should we do Irwin or uh, Royce? One Edwin or Royce? Or, or Nolan? Nolan. And then uh, Topher Grace is Edwin. And then uh, Danny Trejo's uh, Cochillo. Is this yeah. like the Canadian special? Like, what is this? Yeah, this is like the biggest group of pussy elite warriors I've ever heard. <laughs> Say that to Lawrence Fishburne, who plays Nolan. You know what big combat boots means. Lawrence Brish- Fishburne is like 60 years old and fat. I think after this, he goes back to Larry Fishburne. He's officially <laughs> lost it. He's back to Larry Fishburne. He's scary. Have you ever watched What's Love Got to Do With It? I could not yeah. watch him in anything else. It always looks, it always looks like he's kind of like going to bite you. Yeah. <laughs> All I can think of when I see him is from uh, Boys in the Hood when he tells Cuba that he smells a pussy. I can, that's, <laughs> so I just imagine him as Larry Fishburne as Cowboy Curtis. He's Cowboy Curtis. He's Cowboy Curtis. I see him as Ike Turner. He's on CSI now, isn't he? Is he? I don't, I don't I know. He yeah, he's on one of the like crime crime shows. Then uh, Alice Braga as uh, Isabel. Oh, right. She was apparently a black cop. <laughs> It's either black ops or black cops. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> she said what it really fast. Yeah, she Somebody was saying she was a black cop. Maybe she was talking to Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was saying she likes black cops. Yeah, right? I like black cops. So this is a That's a porno. Yeah, she just gets. It's, that's yeah. what that guy's name is Glands. And uh, last is uh, Walton Goggins is Stans. Oh, who's Walton Stans. Goggins? He was on the Shield TV show. Seems kind of set up to fail, doesn't it? Just a little bit. Yeah. It's well, a failure. Kind of left out to die. Kind of like a you got N- Nimrod Anal directing it. Adrian Brody is your action superhero. As <laughs> Royce. Was that alphabetical order? The killer, <laughs> killer Royce. No, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. Top billing, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the star of the movie. No He's way. in two movies. Two or three yeah. of the ones we previewed this week. He was in uh, that Splice movie also. Yeah. But, uh... Now is is anybody, anybody excited for this huh? or not? Uh, I was until I talked to you guys. <laughs> 
No, I, I, I'm a little worried saying. about the cast. Uh, they, I mean, the first one had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, what's his Jesse name? Ventura. Jesse Ventura. The guy who talks. The guy with the mustache. He's not, he looks kind of like Larry Fishburne. He's yeah. huge. He's the crazy Indian guy. Yeah. Carl. Carl Weathers. 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 There, I tried. Yeah. It's not Withers. So like, there's definitely not going to be a, he's in a the part where two guys go up and like arm wrestle each other and flex. None of these guys can carry a chain gun and like shoot people with it. No. Like, None of them. So what the hell? Not and they all. This preview jumped the shark when also he's like. They show the little three dots, and there's like also there's like six hundred little three dots. You're just like really, and there's not enough room for them on eight. Yeah, <laughs> Brody's emaciated torso. Like little torso, <laughs> like covering. All focus on his nose. And there's more room up there. He's rolling nose. It's very manly. <laughs> <laughs> he is not manly. <laughs> I'm trying to bring some positive. They should have. They should have lined up this big, a big, big R for Rice. <laughs> rice. Oh. I bet he's wearing a shirt like the people like you repair cars. You have like your little name. You like your badge on your shirt. Like, little patch. It says Rice. That's yeah, like the, the predators going for the fattest people in Auschwitz. <laughs> he's eating more grow than the others. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll go into Curly Sue versus the Great Outdoors. Did anybody vote for Curly Sue? No, I don't, not even online. I don't think. No, six zero online. I mean, it was kind of we all recognized this was unfair to begin with. That was just because they're both streaming, it, despite Curly <laughs> Sue being a really good movie. It was. I had no. I don't think I ever actually had seen it. And what did you think? It was. It's parts of it are just ridiculous. James Belushi's being like the homeless. Some people got an STD. I got a baby. It's like you didn't have to take her baby. I know she died. You could just like. Leave the baby to a hospital or something. No, he's got to carry her around and like, who doesn't well, abuse her? But she's completely illiterate. Well, yeah, he never took her to school. He uses her to break laws and scam the scams. Well, he ties her. They don't break laws. They don't steal. We don't. They steal. steal. Obviously, she goes right into the fucking restaurant at the beginning of the movie and starts ripping off food. Yeah, That's they don't steal money. They don't steal uh, money or objects. It was scra- that was scraps off of people's plates, wasn't it? No, no it was, no, it was no. stuff oh, they were that? selling. She was stealing. Yeah. Uh, and then they break the movie from the rich, giving to the poor. And how they show like the, the female lawyer, like how they live, where they ride in the back of the garbage truck to get to the to steal the dinner from the wedding. Yeah. Pretty moving. He cleans up real good though. He does. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah that, he that mullet sexy. looked really good. He looked pretty sexy. Have you seen this before? He, no. no. Didn't miss Sorry. much on that one. He, it's it's about an abusive guy who yeah spell asphyxiation, A S P H, spell cat. I'll get back to you on that one. I'll do it later. It's the it cute little girl from the. Pets what else is she? No, not she that one. Uh, I love you to death. Yeah. Good. Isn't she in the Pepsi commercials? Isn't that? No, her? that's a different girl. That's a girl who had like our eyes too close together. Um, <laughs> very subtle. There's a different girl. Why don't you, you go further with the show than I usually do? If you play with Ben. Then uh, the great outdoors. I mean, you pretty much have Dan Aykroyd and John Candy versus James Blish. Yeah, that is an unfair fight. Steve Carell's in it. Steve Carell is in it for two seconds, and yeah. I don't think he says a word. He doesn't. Really? No. Like, I, a, I had to re- go back, because I'm like, I don't remember seeing him in the movie, and I found it. He's a waiter in the, the restaurant where yeah, they rip off everything. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's a good movie. Curly no. Sue was terrible. Yeah. It's Did a terrible, terrible, terrible no. movie. I got a 4.9 rating on IMDb. So it turned out to, I mean, what's her yeah, crap? I mean, she, like, she ends up like in a posh apartment. Like, turned out pretty well. But she's in, like, kindergarten. She's 12 years old. Yeah, this is getting cut up. She's like eight. It's like all of Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. 
We just offended a whole state. A lot of people in Mississippi <laughs> listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> no. They still haven't figured out how to they pee on each other that's streaming in Mississippi. <laughs> we were, we're playing, we're playing streaming in the back. <laughs> that was probably the highlight from the group, though. <laughs> It's pissing on him? Yeah, where he actually pisses on a corpse at the end of the movie. It's pretty decent. <laughs> is, is the movie good? I can't say it was good. It had a... Ryan Felipe actually was much Some better than I expected. it was just like... Literally, I was la- I mean, la- laughing out loud in the theater, and it was quiet in the theater, but I was still laughing. Highs and lows. It was like either fairly humorous or like, like a, a lot of jokes about him sucking other people's dicks. There's a... Like, when he would, like, beg, like, he wasn't getting what he wanted, he would just, I'll suck your dick. You can fuck me. I was in his pants. would be out. He'd be, like, bent over the... <laughs> no, there, he, there is some scenes with a cellar, though, that... Those were pretty funny. No, the best is that he would make everybody else dress up like him. Ryan Felipe dressed like MacGyver was pretty funny. He had, like, the same wig on. <laughs> I don't understand why I have to dress like you. <laughs> that was the best part. It, it's not an effective spoof, though, for all the way through? There's a few things that are funny. It was it was cute. Just don't pay nineteen bucks. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be one week. That'd be one to go we'll Netflix. Well, I'll pay a dollar. Yeah. What was the movie you saw? Um, it was called Please Give. It was that indie film. It was awful. It was yeah. terrible. It was, it was one an hour and a half, and it felt like with it was the old lady seven. that they resell stuff to, from uh, dead people. It's, yeah, it's Catherine Keener, oh. and it's the guy, I forget his name, he was Oliver from Platt. Simon Birch, is that his name? Nobody else has seen Simon Birch, huh? <laughs> That's the only uh, thing I've ever Platt. seen this guy in. Yeah, it's Oliver Platt. Okay. And then there were a few other, I don't know, decently big name people, but it was bad, terrible. There was no plot. It was, felt like it was... Yeah, we talked about long. it, like, two episodes ago, I think. And really? Okay, that one totally... <laughs> and went out the other side. Yeah, we may have been talking about another Prince of Persia. Do you have any thoughts about the Great Outdoors? I mean, we basically great just, was great. We just insulted Cruz Great Outdoors was great, except for his kid and the Buck, uh, Buck and his uh, Buck's, romance. Buck and Cammy. Buck's not bad. Cammy is Buck? like she's well, she's she's, she's a, a village. How do you not like when he's doing the fool cue and is like rubbing her right in the vagina, basically? That's yeah. that's just how you a say lot hello. Of do that, yeah, in Canada. <laughs> It's not, I don't think they're in Canada, are they? Yeah. It was the North Woods. That was still America. Where the hell is North Woods? That, that's how Can- Canadians make their move, is they rub a piece of wood up against the crotch of their <laughs> potential Are target. you a Mountie or are you a fishing guy? <laughs> yeah. And then she's never had a boyfriend for more than two weeks. Yeah, you feel kind of bad for her. That's well, because she just like 15. nails like, guys coming into town and she tells yeah, all you, of you, them. You, what, date I want you to compare you date a townie? every girl to me that you meet. <laughs> I'm not sure why she went for Buck, though. He seemed a little out of her, like, below her league. It was the hair and the sunglasses. Did he nail her? Did you watch the movie? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't think they implied sexual intercourse, though. Yeah, it was They made out once. John Candy nailed her. (laughs) John Candy might have. That's what I'm saying. What you mean for real? The Lord of the Woods. I'm Bert. came out of the bush after he fell off the horse. I am Bert. Just a guy named Bert. How come there was never a sex scene with John Candy? <laughs> you guys would be impossible. <laughs> impossible. The laughing would just would just tell you why. <laughs> but the, I mean, there's so many. The big '96, the guy that's been struck by lightning six times. They like even though they're good actor, nobody would ever want to see them having sex, so they just sort of like imply and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of well, uh, like, like what Jack Nichols? Uh, no, just just right that we saw. Queen Latifah and nobody wants to see Queen Latifah. Nobody wants to see them. Yeah, Yeah. and so they just sort of like show them 
after. Well, so there's never. You're right. There's, there's not, not a lot of. There's, there's not a lot of sex scenes if it, the, the actors are attractive or one of. It's hard to do a sex scene just after you ate like a ice cream cookie sandwich. Was they doing that? <laughs> However, there was. I did see a sex scene with. Uh, like that is largely not appealing dark, right now. It could be just all black. <laughs> just the noises just and the, the whites of their teeth. Just the like biting sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking Be like from Coneheads where there's something like cats fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would you rather see in a sex scene, John Candy or Danny DeVito? I'd like to see John <laughs> Candy. John Candy. John Candy. I want both, oh Dan. I want both. I would like to see the two of them together. I want them 69 somehow. It'd be, it'd just be a miracle of physics. With, uh, Kathy Bates, too. <laughs> I've seen you'd, Kathy you'd need a third person to connect it because like, really? the size difference would be too much <laughs> connect it an additional link she should be the link <laughs> Kathy Bates to mom from throw mama from the train <laughs> John Candy Kathy Bates with her would be very similar to John Candy with Danny DeVito because she was like this. she was like that tall Yeah, that was the mom also from the Goonies right that was the same yeah. lady uh-huh. no yeah, yeah. Mm. the evil mom the, the evil mm-hmm. killer grandma I guess what I call it <laughs> But uh, so yeah, everybody likes great outdoors much better than Curly Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Who wants to do May twenty eighth? Howie. Yeah. Do you guys want to? We usually fail to not say these. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to try to explain Micmacs because that's your Ho- Holly. Holly. You, can, you, can, you read May twenty eighth. I'll try to do Micmacs. When, when you say Holly's going to do that, doesn't help us. A female. A female's going. A female's going to read this list. Holly R. Holly R. Okay. I'll read. I'll read Prince of Persia. The Sands of Time, directed by Mike Newell, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Gemma Arterton. You're fucking it up already. <laughs> I didn't pre-read it, Jerry. Thanks. Set in medieval Persia, a rogue prince joins a mysterious princess in an effort to prevent a dark force from obtaining an ancient dagger that allows its handler to rule the world. And, and turn back time. We, he, he, he just looks super hot in this. He does just dirty and dirty sweaty. And sweaty and, and just like yeah, the epitome of... Runs like, around. Yeah. Is, that, is that actually hot in yes. real life, though? Yes. It's very like, if, Tom, if yeah. Tom were to come in like sweaty and really dirty and smelling bad, would that be as attractive as Jake Gyllenhaal and Prince of Prince? But it's gotta be like... Um, what, what, what is that? Oh, this is poop. <laughs> that's poop. What's that on your? That's also raw sewage. <laughs> you smell like shit, but it's really hot. But it doesn't sound like smell like like cedar wood. You just sort of like imagine like more earthy thing. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. he's like a he's like a chiral bum. I mean, he's gonna smell like poop. <laughs> he's gonna smell like. I don't have people. that good of a sense of smell. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he does not smell good. All right, Holly, now tear it up. There it is. Oh. Uh. Who, me? I'm going? Yeah, yeah. you go the You're whole doing, May 28th. Oh, I am. Okay, I'm doing May 28th. I see. Sex in the t- City. T- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was uh, no fun, no fun. What? what? <laughs> she actually says. What, what, did you, what did you actually say? I heard sex and what? The titties. <laughs> Sex and the titties. Sex and the titties. Sex and the titties. This is the porn one. You guys give me the wrong script here. It's definitely the wrong script. Okay. Usually I'm going to pre-read it. <laughs> oh, it's not about three hookers and their mom. It's about <laughs> sex in the city. Sex in the city, too. <laughs> Starring Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, Wild Ride. What about the others? What are Those the are the only two that I recognize. Never, never get. Go for it. Yeah, Kristen it's, Davis yeah. and Cynthia Nixon. We dyke, need to give dyke, them their dyke. props. They're, they're and, uh, Alicia a Keys. force. Dyke, dyke, dyke. Isn't Alicia and, uh, Keys dead? She's probably just guest starring. She's not part of the awesome force in there. Isn't she dead? Yeah, I thought so. Isn't she dead like a plane crash? Alicia, Alicia Keys? Keys? No, that's uh, oh, no. a shanty. That's or no. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, there we go. Luigi Keys is oh. very alive with buds. Well, that's too bad. Was it? I've got a nice quote uh, in Loose Talk of Us Weekly from Cynthia Nixon. She's the redhead, the cute redhead in that uh, movie. Um, she's uh, married or with, in a relationship with a woman, and she says, basically, she's basically a short man with boobs. A lot of what I love about her is her butchiness. That's about her girlfriend. Oh, wow. Sex in the titty. Wow. <laughs> she, she backed it up. Mm-hmm. It is really sex in the titties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I, I still don't know what this movie's about. I need help. Okay, I'll, I'll help you. While wrestling with the pressures of life, love, and work in Manhattan, Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte join Samantha for a trip to Morocco, where Samantha's ex is filming a new movie. And moving on. And next. Which and ex is it? Releases. Holly? You got a bad week. Samantha's is it? Do you know? And, and Mr. Big? Mm-hmm. No, that's Carrie's. Don't you know anything, Jerry? Mr. Big. Come on. His oh, name is Mr. Really Big. Had, uh, um, oh, is like Smith Jarrett. Is that like an 80s hairband? The Bay? young guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the super, super young guy. He's yeah. like a fetus one. Yes, yeah, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see that. Yeah, it, it's shameless, but we'll have to see that. Right. Survival of the Dead. Limited right. release. These are, this is a limited release. Survival of the Dead, directed by George A. Romero. National Guardsmen, thinking they have found refuge from a zombie army on an island off the coast of Delaware, soon realize they've wedged themselves between two warring families who differ on what should become of the undead. It was like the story of Roanoke. Yeah. Mm. 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 It looks bad. That. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, really they, bad. They portrayed the zombies like they weren't even like they didn't seem like that angry or evil. They just yeah. kind of shamed yeah. around. Somebody's they even about to make out like, with one of them. Like yeah. wet. Yeah, like they, they just dunked him in a pool and yeah. had him run around the set for a while. Which in the right with the red zombie could be quite attractive. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Jake zombie. <laughs> you have an attractive, dirty zombie. <laughs> <laughs> smells like swamp. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Micmacs. Good luck. This looks good. Okay, I'll, I'll try to kind of maybe explain it. Directed by Jean-Pierre Junet. Junet. <laughs> Junet. Released from the hospital with a bullet lodged in his brain, Basil is taken by a, in by a crew of junkyard dealers who help him plot his revenge against weapons manufacturers. Hmm. Oh, it sounds like it's a liberal, a liberal propaganda movie. Propaganda. <laughs> yeah. The way the preview makes it makes it seem, it's just the one weapons manufacturer. Very whimsical. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was, almost reminds me of Big Fish almost a little well, bit. It was the director of uh, Amelie. Oh, okay. Amelie and has always, I always uh, ask him, Have you seen Delicatessen, Chad? Oh. That's the same director. It's really good. It's actually it has a plot. It's not yeah. just quirkiness the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was it for uh, May twenty eighth. So June fourth. June fourth. Yep. Get him to the Greek, directed by Nicholas Stoller, starring Jonah Hill, Russell Brand, I'm a record a company's intern, is hired to accompany an out of control British rock star. Aldous Snow to a concert at LA's Greek Theater. So using characters from Forgetting Star Marshall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Killers. Infant sorrow. Yeah. Killers starring Catherine Heigl, Ashton Kutcher. Three years into their perfectly suburban marriage, Jen learns that her husband Spencer is not only an undercover assassin, he's also the target worth millions of dollars to a clutch of fellow assassins who would who have been trailing the couple in secret since they met. A clutch of fellows? Is that what a group of Flush. assassins are? <laughs> Is it a pod of assassins? You think it should a be like a murder of assassins? Yeah, a murder. That'd be good. Yeah. A gaggle. Yeah, gaggle. Yeah, so. Tom, you're excited about the next one. Marmaduke. Duke. The Winslow family moves to a new neighborhood with their large, yet lovable Great Dane, who has a tendency to wreak havoc in his own oblivious way. It's kind of like, be like an ultra way to explain the blind side. Kind of like Ty Cobb and Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb's a lot more violent, if I understand this, if I say it correctly. He beat a lot of women. 
<laughs> so really? the bl- yes. Oh my god. The blind side uh, guy wreaked a lot of havoc in an oblivious way. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily because he's blind. Was he blind? I never saw the movie. No, no he, he was not blind. blind. He, he did. A, he scored incredibly high though in the. Was it protective. Def- protective instincts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reading not so good. Protective instincts sky high. <laughs> yeah, we don't test that. Slice. Two scientists fuse DNA samples to create a new organism, a human chimera they name Dren. As the creature rapidly develops from a deformed female infant into a winged creature, her initial bond with her creators turns deadly. Is this so. how they made the Tremors 2, then? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, this sounds like how they made Mongolian Deathworm, though. This sounds very familiar. <laughs> and that was also uh, Adrian Brody. <laughs> Adrian Brody was also a... Yes. Yeah. Here's a Mongolian Deathworm? No. <laughs> no, he's in Splice. <laughs> oh. And then limited rela- release. I don't know how to say that one. Um, <coughs> Undine. Undine. Undine, directed by Neil Jordan. Stunt. Oh yeah, starring Colin Farrell. Because Colin I want to make sure that Tom knew that. Colin I, 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 I do want to point out every time we talk about Colin Farrell, Jerry will bring up that he's heard he has a large penis. <laughs> every time we talk about it, extremely large penis. You bring that a, up every a time. A fairy tale centered on an Irish fisherman who catches his, the mysterious Undine in his nets after falling. For one another, a dark figure from Andine's past threatens their love. So this is all about Selkies, which is like an Irish myth. Yeah, we, we kind of think this is a cross between a particular Verona Inish and... Sleeping with the Sleeping enemy. with the enemy. So where does the, 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 the steering the boat with the leg? Huh? Well, they couldn't ever actually all? steer it with her vagina. That would have been a little more <laughs> yeah. exciting. She'd, she'd shoot ping pong balls at it just so like, they can move back and forth. <laughs> oh my. So who's the chick in it? Anybody know? Colin Farrell. Uh, no, the one with long hair. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. I'm, I'm sure. I didn't recognize her name. So. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, Finding Bliss. An aspiring filmmaker takes a job at a porn studio to use the company's facilities and secretly films her own movie after hours. So look, you could potentially have a little bit of maybe a couple of good it's, lines. It's like the chick version of Bowfinger kind of thing. I, I would be willing to see Finding Bliss. There's no porn studio in Bowfinger. Uh, little. No, mm. not really. <laughs> Fight? Not at all. Fight? Not at all. <laughs> That's it for the next couple weeks. Is there? I mean, besides Splice, I, there's not much. Huh? What do you guys think about getting into the Greek? I, I want to see that. Yeah. No, no, me. I like uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall a lot. Yeah. So. Elvis yeah. Snow is a pretty funny character. Yeah. Prince of Persia. I think, I think I've had my fill of the... Uh, Big Max. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Gyllenhaal? No. Elvis. Oh, uh, Hill? Hill? No, Jonah who's Hill? the... Producer. Oh, Judd Apatow? Judd Apatow crew. I think I've had my fill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bold statement. Then you're going to go see it you're going to love it? Yep. Mm-hmm. This is better than 400 Blows. Speaking <laughs> of 400 Blows, that came out November 16th, 1959. That's later and, than I thought. I yeah. would have guessed, like, the 40s. Yeah. And the 400 Blows, I guess, is not a very good translation. So... Like, yes, I started but, counting like, how many times that kid was going to get hit. I thought he might actually get hit 400 times. But he no, gets slapped no. around at least a good couple times. Yeah. A more literal. His dad bitch slaps him right in class. You oh, see that part? Class, yeah. He did the front <laughs> slap and the back slap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, supposed to, it's more like uh, the 400 pranks or jokes. It's like a more literal translation. He doesn't pull any jokes. He just does tries to do stupid crimes, gets caught tur- returning stuff because he's a moron. Yeah, he's a dumb That's little kid. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's only 12. No, He's 13. Gone. Antoine Donnell is a 13-year-old boy who can't seem to do anything right. His parents yell at him and then bribe him for his love and his promises to work harder in school. Meanwhile, his school teacher is out to get him and blames Antoine for everything and turning him into the class clown. 
As a result, Antoine runs away from school and his difficult family, living on the streets of Paris and committing petty crimes. While his life on the street is tough, it's much better than dealing with his preoccupied parents and his accusatory teacher. Nonetheless, things only go downhill for Antoine, descending to a simultaneously painful and beautiful conclusion. Yeah, he ends with up in look. I, it seemed pretty harsh to get out of a juvie for stealing a typewriter. Mm-hmm. It's it really depressing. Well, it's, it, it's designed to be really depressing. Yeah. I mean, the first half of the movie is basically watching him go about his day. Yeah. Like, I did. Because that makes make a lot of eggs in that skillet at the beginning. Yeah. Like, Shit. Ah, ha, ha. And you see that they had the dirtiest towel I've ever seen was hanging on the wall when he washed his hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, is, is the mom a prostitute or not? I don't know. She was a secretary so. sleeping with her boss. Okay, that's who he saw her with? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't figure if she was a hooker or just. And then they, Slut. Then the father gives the example of a secretary at his work sleeping with the boss. Yeah. Which I thought was dumb. You haven't seen this, I'm guessing? I have not seen it. No. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I might give it a miss. I don't know. Would you all recommend it? No. Or? no, no. Okay. Because yeah. you can't even like do something else while you watch because it's in subtitles because it's in French. Mm. So you have to read it. <laughs> and is it like Tom, Tom usually doesn't? Tom usually does not just sit and watch a movie. For that's the most what, part, that's what I had to. Usually have a game going in front of you. Right? Yeah, this one. This one I had to watch. The iPhone. <laughs> it was killing him. <laughs> he had to do it in pieces. Your hands shaking. You couldn't play any Picross. Uh, no, it was that you're not watching the screen. That I have no idea what's going on in this movie. Schema. I did kind of want to go on that that amusement park ride that he was in. It was like the rotating drum where he yeah. could, like climb on the side. It was. Oh, it's kind of like uh, what do they call it? It's like a tilt whirl. Tilt whirl. No, there was a ride. We'll take a huge wash. Gravitron. Gravitron, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah, Gravitron. State Fair, I think. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool looking. Yeah. The one where you can stand up and it's yeah, spinning it's around and you can just lift your feet off the ground. Yeah. It seemed like a very kid thing to do, though. Remember, if he got in trouble, he would just like run away for that night. Yeah. And, like, but sleep in really dangerous places like a printing mill. And, <laughs> Did and you that, guys and, ever run away? Uh, I ran down the block once on my banana seat bike and then rode home. <laughs> what about you, Jen? No. Ollie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd run away on the daily. My mom would have to come chase me. It wouldn't be far. It would just be down the street. But pretty yeah. much every day. Never. No. Not, my never parents chased. told me that they owned my clothes, and if I ran away, they would get the police after me to get my clothes back. So I never did because I oh, had wait, to do it naked. That's pretty good. I had to do it naked. Did you ever cheap. run away nude? No. I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I preempt that. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Directed. Oh, oh, oh we, we have to tell us more. Uh, directed no, by Francois yeah. Truffaut, written by that guy, and uh, Marcel Moussi. Moussi. And starring uh, Jean Pierre Leo, as Antoine Donnell, Claire Maurier, <laughs> as. Uh, she, was all, she was such a whole. Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilberti uh, Doinel. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Remy as Julian Doinel. We're gonna get Cloaca out of this. Guy one. Guy de Comble, de Comble as Pettit Fuley and the Fr- he's the French teacher and Rosie. Patrick Ophi as uh, Rene. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Patrice Derek. Patrice <laughs> Patrick Ophi as Rene. And uh, IMDb is uh, eight point one out of ten. It's in the top two hundred and fifty movies of all time. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, 100%, 47 positive, zero negative. It's one of those movies where all the critics be like, of course I love this movie. Yes, it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, I watch it. Black and white. These shots are amazing. And uh, Leonard Moulton, uh, four stars out of four. 
We have a five star. Just because people like all, to seem all like, deep and introspective, and it's considered one of the best like art movies of all time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it? Is it good cinematography? Pretty good. Pretty some of the scenes. Are, I mean, some they're just watching like make dinner in a crowded yeah. like kitchen. I like how he talked with his cigarette in his mouth. Ah, it'd be like going like, like, to like, ash everywhere. Was no, it no, it was, ash, like, like, it was on there. like the huge long like four inches of ash. That is cool because you sit there and fixate You're on like it, waiting for it to and burn the child. Did you, you watch the first, it too? Just the first part, of the first part, of the mom's like uber bitch for the first half, and within the second half, yeah. she like loves him, is defending him. I didn't. What? what why did the switch? Because mom's so nice. Because uh, she, she, she was like, she was like she wanted to give him away halfway through the movie. Yeah. Oh, did well, he see he, he her banging the boss? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. When he saw, and then she tried to bribe him. He's got dirt. So that's why she started. Okay. To me, in the movie, I didn't feel like those were too late. It seems like she started being nice. A little ways after he saw yeah. her with the boss, it was a little bit after, but that was like the reason that they gave in the movie. Dad, your, dad's just a moron, but yeah. Why, why was he so obsessed with this Michelin guide? Oh Did man, you, that's that's a trivia question. Oh, <laughs> I even looked up what a Michelin guide is. Yeah, it's apparently a longest running. It's like a it's like a hotel and restaurant guide. Oh, looked this up on Wikipedia because so I was like, what's a Michelin guide? Like? Does it have to do with the tires? Do they put it out? It was made to be a Michelin company, but it's all about, it's mm-hmm. like a restaurant guy. Hmm. And it's, oh. It did start in France. Hmm. Oh, I, I thought it was like a car uh, car guide. Yeah, it's it, about restaurants, apparently. Yeah. Maybe it was a big deal. It's like uh, into uh, auto racing and whatnot. What's, yeah. your, what's your rating, Chad? I gave it two stars out of five. Out of 20? I gave it three out of five. Out of five. Boy, trying to be honest, I'll give it two out of five. It wasn't terrible. It was really boring. That's the thing. It wasn't bad. It was just really boring. Yeah. But uh, I was reading about it, and uh, like all the outside shots, they uh, didn't use any of the actual audio that they got on film, and they did voiceover. So like all the lines are voiced over. Really? Yeah. Because they do a fair amount of talking when they're walking around outside. Yep. But uh, there was so much noise on the streets that they okay. couldn't do it. And then it's uh, a lot more love that I was doing that movie. Yeah. And then in uh, that one, when he's talking to the psychiatrist, and she's asking him the questions. That was actually his uh, audition when he was auditioning for uh, oh, the, the part? role. Yeah. Oh, okay. And nice. it was, it originally, it was the director asking questions, not uh, not a female voice. No, you going to fall asleep. Then uh, trivia: I have uh, what did the Michelin Guide. What okay. he's looking for. And then uh, whose biography does Anquan plagiarize? Balzac. Yeah, Balzac. Yeah. I don't know who Balzac is, but it's Balzac. It's hard it's not a, to remember the name Balzac. I read it. He said he was a French poet. <laughs> yeah, he was a French poet. Honoré de, de Balzac. Isn't there a I have a couple. Oh, well, yeah. No, there's a toy named Balzac. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. That's yes. my, this is my list. <laughs> don't look at it. Oh, look at it. It's typed up and everything. Everybody's it's like that state. Oh, okay. we kind of, what, did Ant, what did Antoine steal to be put in juvenile? Then also at the end, how many francs did he steal from his grandmother? Forty. Four hundred. They go they go over they say five thousand. Like Close. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. They go over like I swear they say like mm-hmm. ten times. Is that like a million dollars now? I think that'd be a lot of francs. Well, this is Well no, his his dad gives him like three hundred frank francs and it's like a coin. So Yeah. Like, I, but I mean to me it sounds like a lot of money. It's not much. They're French people. It's like, no, nothing yeah. they have is worth it. <laughs> he liked how his bed was like basically right by the front door. <laughs> they got like, He basically around. slept on the like that thing that we have by our door. Isn't it? <laughs> They're just trying to show it. His life is terrible. Yeah. They want you to know that and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Is this based on a true story in any way? No. Uh, no. Kind of based on the life of the director, supposedly. Yeah. 
And there's like a he did like a whole bunch of movies with this character. You, you want to know why I actually watched this movie? Therefore, Jerry will feel shameful that he actually has to see you are the hunter from the future. <laughs> you are the hunter of the future. I, I, I found the YouTube trailer so you get to see it. And I downloaded the theme song. Well, we're all watching it together, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Maybe next Sunday we weren't sure. Yeah. If you're in town. No, yeah. you, we have but a wedding. Is that on Sunday? Yes. What's this in the There's morning? There's a wedding on Sunday? Hello, middle of the day. We can watch it after. Usually weddings are on Saturday. I know. Maybe I'm not going now. Jim. We gotta watch your. We gotta watch your. <laughs> this is gonna happen. It's at like four huh? o'clock. Oh. No. Your hunter of the future. Maybe like the two Sundays from now we can watch it. Then we'll do the podcast like right after. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure our listeners want to hear us synchronize our schedules. Should we do do the top tens then? Top tens movies. Keep your eyes off my list. <laughs> that was like. Can I get one dirty? Yes. Do you want Scott G. Davis or do you want Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy said he's been listening a, for a long time. He's a listener. He posted Hi, actually. He posted a comment. Posted a comment. Yeah. Thanks he's for the, the comment. He's not the guy from Jersey, so we're not we're, we're not going to insult Jimmy. Guys, to do shout outs to all your you know diehard listeners. Well, who's oh. the other Jimmy okay. guy from Jersey? Travis. Oh yes. Hi, Trav. Trav. <laughs> Trav. And uh, Scott Davis. We got another we comment. Do? What was that? That oh will he he, he yeah. listens to the uh, will be listens to them the, yeah. he's a Monday night magician he's a Monday night magician he's a Monday night magician he taps his he said our show was really cool he did he did I I appreciated the comment I've listened to a few episodes of Monday Night Magic and I have no idea what's going on at all why not you probably hear me say some horrible foul things though not really never not compared to this one <laughs> you just, I, I, I just I just using such terrible words as African American. <laughs> no, actually, I, I just kind of get lost and stop paying attention, usually. Like, I'll realize that I've been listening for like 20 minutes and not heard a word. <laughs> I have no idea what. <laughs> just because I, no, I have no frame of reference for any of it. I don't care. Well, should I start with Scott's list? Yes, yeah, of course. Okay. So, Scott G. Davis, uh, this is what, top 10 coming of age movies? Coming of age movies, yes. And I thought it was coming on ape movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's so Project there's X. More there's more than ten coming on eight. A lot of people jerk off on Abraham. What's Lincoln that? Pictures. What's that? Uh, Tony Dan's one that we tried to find to watch and we couldn't That's find. That's going eight. Oh, 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 yeah. Jerry made me watch YouTube clips of that great once movie. And I, he was laughing hysterically and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Really fun. It's so Scott Davis is number ten is Road to Perdition. How many? How many? Based on comic book. We should start keeping the tally. How many Tom Hanks movies are going to end up with? <laughs> Yeah, well, I, yeah, Jerry, you don't get to keep the pen anymore, so... You, you read him. So Tom Hanks, is, we're also going to keep track of what John Hughes... John Hughes, yeah. John Hughes. Okay. See which one wins. But number nine is The Karate Kid. Fucking That yes. is a good one. Fucking yes, yes. fucking yes, fucking yes. <laughs> no, I'm assuming some of the old one, not the uh, upcoming remake. <laughs> the, the, the best one. kid. The best kid. It's not Karate Kid? In Japan, it's the best kid because he's learning Kung Fu, not Karate. Oh. I thought they might be mad. Yeah, you don't want to piss off the Japanese. Remember World War Two? Yeah, they never <laughs> left that island. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is American History X. Ah, that's a good one. Number seven is Red Dawn. <laughs> that is def- they definitely come of age in that one. Yeah, they die. I'm like, I guess it's the Russians come of age. Of life, in that one. Yeah. They actually finally attack the U.S. That one I didn't quite get. The, number six is the Basketball Diaries. Give that one. Number five, I never heard of the Last Picture Show. Great movie. What is it? About a small town in Texas, you, you kind of have to watch it. It's just about a small town in Texas. Basically. Okay, there's some people hopefully it's, coming of age in this movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Okay, number four, Boys in the Hood. Yes, <laughs> give you that one. Number three is Super Bad, which uh, I had to admit I did not really care for that movie. I didn't. It was a good movie. I liked it. 
His, I like Johnny Hill's voice. Movies, though, so. Johnny Hill's voice in that one just starts to drive me nuts. It's too much shouting. And number two, which I expect to be in basically every list, is The Goonies. Goonies. I can see it on every list. Mine, I, no. I added on number 11, just so I'd have to give it on Let's go. Jimmy? Okay, Jimmy. You read all the way up through number Jimmy. two. Jimmy. It's actually Jimmy one. Fallon. Through number one? Don't read through okay, number. Okay, read up okay. through number two. So Jimmy says, um, number ten, the bitch. The it's beach? The beach. Oh, oh <laughs> is that the Leo one? one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it says, it says, I don't know why I like this movie so much, but I can't stop watching it when it comes Could it on. Could it be the chicks? I think it's Leo. Or Leo. Leo, man. Hello. The book is very good. Leo is The last really line in the book is very powerful. Yeah. Really? Leo is really Some underwhelming. Scars, sure, the scars. carry many scars. Scars, that's it. The, the book is pretty decent. The book, yeah. Did you watch? Uh, He's not very the, impressive, Shirley. All I have to say is The Departed. Did you watch that movie? Did you even see that? What's it's not sh- underwhelming. The Departed. It's He's shirtless and yeah, he's working out. He's working out in the jail. He's more ripped than Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought you were going to say more ripped than me. I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal looks pretty ripped, and he's much more attractive than you are. No, I mean like a lot. Okay, let me jump on to number nine. The Goonies, come on, this has to be on every list. Eight and seven. Wayne's World, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ooh, Wayne's World. Oh, good. Couldn't good decide one. on which one I like better, so eight and se- seven and eight. That's good. <clears throat> Number six, The Virgin Suicides. Never seen it. My, That's good. My buddy I let me borrow movie. this one I one day, it. and it sat on my shelf for about five months until I watched it, and I've watched it many times. Okay, what is it? It's Kirsten Dunst, and no, it's like these. No, no, it's good. These six or seven sisters, and their parents are just really. Unless old. they all get gangbanged, I don't want to watch it. Not quite. <laughs> okay, number five, Lucas. Lucas, yes. I had to scratch that from my Somebody notes. Fun, somebody I had to that, that's that's on my runners up. It's a young Corey Haim, Charlie Sheen, the girl from Goonies. The girl from Goonies. It's it's good. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful movie. Okay, okay number three and four, Sixteen Candles in the Breakfast Club. I grew up watching these movies daily. I I wanted to go to detention until I did, and they didn't have any fun. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to bang a chick in the dugout at the baseball field, but never got there. <laughs> Sounds weird with my voice saying those things. I want to Number two, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. This has been my favorite comedy. Since that, that's the dugout one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one with that's the dugout. That's the dugout one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. That's number two. Oh, okay. Then, uh, Chud? Do you have other cast okay. Is this you, Chud, or is this, this other guest? This is me. This is Chud as Chud. Yep. Number ten, We're I right have uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So, they definitely Ooh. come of age on that one. Uh, number nine, American Graffiti. Holly hates that movie. She told me I she do. hated it. She, I've you never said it <laughs> ever seen that movie ever. Like it, like I should never be on a top ten list. Never, what, what, what is he? What is uh, Ron Howard's big slam to the teacher? I don't remember. It's been a while. Go go something a duck. Go fuck a duck. No, not fuck a duck. It's <laughs> I can't remember. It's one suck. Of, no, it's not. It's Pluck? It's so mild. But Pluck? It's got Richard Dreyfuss in it. It has to be good. <laughs> then number eight, I have big. So Tom Hanks, oh, that is a classic. Tom Hanks. There were two John Hughes ones on, on his. Uh, yeah. So you're. Oh, we're not doing it anymore because I don't know where okay. my tally went. Two two. two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all up here, Tom. It's all up here. <laughs> Number seven, I have uh, Adventureland. Did anybody see that? I, I saw the preview. Yeah, I saw part of it. My cousin is uh, the manager at Adventureland. <laughs> in Des Moines, Iowa. In Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a Michael? Blockbuster Video, Red. Red. Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Adventureland, Des Moines, Iowa. 
They had a fire last year. How did they? Like part of it burned down. Then yeah. uh, number six, uh, Spirited Away. I figured that would show up. Is that a horse movie? Huh? Flicka? My friend Flicka. Flicka. What's the one with Viggo Mortensen when he's in the horse race with his horse? Oh, uh... Hidalgo. 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 It's a coming-of-age movie. He becomes a man at the end of that. We all do. He is so I became a man after I watched it. And then number five, I have uh, Whale Rider. Oh, I can't. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have a baby like two oh, years later? She had a baby. She was like, she was like <laughs> <laughs> Then number four, I have uh, Dazed and Confused. They come of age in that. Yep. Then number three, Goonies. And number two, I have uh, City of God. So you died there to Yosh. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's it a really good, good movie. movie. Rocket. It's a good movie. It's really... De- it's Can you remind me about that one again? It's uh, one Rio set in uh, Rio de Janeiro in the slums. The Brazilian slums. Oh, okay. Kids. It's good. All right. Sounds like 400 Blows depressing, though. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty... It's, it's a good movie. Fun. It's much more exciting than the 400 oh, okay. Blows. Good. Number 10. There were so many I just went with 10 that I, I like that I know are bad, basically. Number 10. Or some are bad. Number 10, Whitewater Summer. That is a bad Kevin movie. Kevin Bacon, right. Sean Astin. I can't buy that one in my research. Yes. That is a good movie. <laughs> Number nine, South Central. Ooh. Nice. The Deuce Deuce? No, not Deuce Deuce. There are Deuces, right? Huh? Number, Number eight. Number eight. <laughs> the, the Man Without a Face. <laughs> <laughs> That is a great movie. Take a good look. Take a good look. Take a good look. I get through. I'm gonna have to update my list just to get back. That's kind of coming. Nature becomes an electron at the end. What the fuck he comes to hands? Number number seven. I have Space Camp. Okay, <laughs> that is coming of age. Yeah, because I wanted to come of age. <laughs> number six. Radio Flyer. Oh God, that's oh, not Tom Hanks. Okay. That is another Tom Hanks. I don't Tom like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Radio, radio flyer? Are you serious? Radio flyer. I hate you. I wanted to beat. The, I would have beat that kid with a cord that I put in the oven. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Number five, The Sandlot. That's a fantastic movie. You just you re- came back. They come of age in that one, big time. It's a, I mean, it's and, so, and it starts from way beginning and it shows them as an adult. It's like truly coming of age. Yeah, they actually they age. <laughs> That's what happens. They, really do. they don't just come Do you, of age. Was he wearing PF flyers when he sold home? Yes. Clearly. Number four, This Boy's Life. That's okay. a good one. That's a great fucking movie. Because of Robert De Niro. Ooh. Number three, Tully. What's Tully? That's an indie movie. It's a big time indie movie. It's kind of boring. It's I, I don't know. Holly didn't get boring the full, has a new definition from Cherry now. Is this four hundred blows boring or four hundred bowels? Number two, The Graduate. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's good. How much? Let's all put money on the table that Jerry's number one is Flashdance. Let's just all put money <laughs> right now. I love. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I would have picked Sandlot as your number one. That would have been my answer. Sandlot was high up there, but there, there was a lot of movies. In this one. Yeah, well, I had a, my runner's up list was quite long. Yeah, yeah. so it was. All right, Holly. Okay, my top ten. Number ten was Dead Poet Society. Good one. Number nine was Labyrinth. Loved that movie. Ooh, that's a winner. David Bowie's super super tight tights. Yeah, I like when he has that ball, uh, that medicine ball thing. He's got his little floaty orb. I just orb. never knew uh, how you did. I just that. love dance magic dance. 
<laughs> Number eight, I have the Motorcycle Diaries. I always saw half that movie. Due to Somebody diarrhea. goes up to be a communist. Holly loves to be a communist revolutionary. I had horrific diarrhea when watching that movie. <laughs> yeah. Was it due to the movie? Or? No, we just had it uptown. I just had. I never spent that much time in a bathroom during movie. Well, you, you like a movie where people rub lappers a little bit, don't you? Where they touch lappers with their bare hands. Yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of top. It was a bad movie. It's, 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 it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's gorgeous. I loved it. Loved that movie. I loved um. Communism. The, you love commie. Well, communism. Obviously. No. Embracing. Who's the, uh, who's the the supporting actor? What's his name again? Uh, Dilly Dee Williams. De La Serna, De La Serna or. It's always your answer. Oscar, Oscar De La Serna. Oscar De La Serna. Oscar Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya. Is he, a, is he, a, is he a, like a welterweight like welterweight boxer? Must <laughs> 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 be. Number seven. I had the Whale Rider. Okay. So I'm with you, Chad. And number six, I had Uncle Buck. There's a lot of coming of age in that one. <laughs> I guess it is for her, right? Yeah, for the totally. girl. It's a coming girl. of age movie, yeah. Buck comes of age, too. He yeah, he becomes changes. an adult. He, he, he doesn't go to the horse races. No, I would give you... That's a good one. Just use my... <laughs> just use my Christmas present <laughs> for the the man from the boys. <laughs> Look, it's unbreakable. <laughs> Number five, Stand By Me. Am I the only one with that on my list? They definitely... That, 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 that was a, That's going to be on the cut list, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It, we... I knew it would be represented. So there's a lot somewhere. of coming of age in that movie. Number four, Breakfast Club, of course. So Jimmy, coming so. of age with a dick guy. Back up, Jimmy. Number three, The Power of One. Yes. Have y'all seen that? What was that one? Absolute, yeah. absolute, Dorf, oh god! Oh, it's great. <laughs> Stephen Dorff and uh... you don't realize how much he talks about that goddamn movie. <laughs> So are you so are you as much of a fan of the scene where he where the one kid pees and the other kid is Jerry? Is? No, it's Daniel Daniel Craig pisses on. Yeah, I'm just saying he mentions that at least every show. He'll mention uh, yeah. Daniel, Daniel it, Craig it pissing on another kid as a Nazi little like, Nazi youth. Yeah, and Jerry takes that from I take more of the you know apartheid theme. Jerry's all with the unity. What's the yellow shower acid level? Kind of kind of gets gets me going a little bit. And number two was uh, I have what's eating Gilbert Grape. That's a really good one. That's that was, that's very good. Leo, Leo that was again. Yeah. That, that is on my cut list. Yes. Yeah. All right. One, two, Tom. Number eleven is the Goonies. Say, did want to make a place where it needs to be on there? Who 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 comes of age in that one the most for you? What, what? I think it's going to be Mikey. Sloth. Mikey. Mikey Mike. kisses a girl. And- <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> Did you realize that Christopher Columbus say, was a I'd writer say, for that movie? Uh, I'd say Chunk comes of age. He adopts. He adopts. He adopts a human man. He does adopt a poor man baby. Yes, he does. Yeah, Christopher Columbus was a writer. I thought he was dead, though. My bad. Like the one that sailed in 1492. God. So number 10, I have a tie. This is a pure luck and inner space. It's coming of age from Martin Short. He plays like the exact same character in both movies. Yeah, he does come of age in both. Kind of like a dorky man and then kind of becomes more of a, like a manly so man. So yours is really the top 13. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> After this, there's Seven. no more cheating. <laughs> okay. Number 9 is Saved. Oh, I love um, that. I'm filled with the Lord's. Oh, Mandy Moore. Moore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was Tom, funny. Tom loves Mandy Moore. Yeah. Was Let's just say it was a very, was a very good, good movie. Have you watched it? I haven't seen it. It is very good. This is kind of about this Christian school where, kind of, I would say, very, very white ring Christian school where this girl she has a launcher boyfriend, then it turns out he's gay. So she wants to try to save him by that she has sex with him and gets pregnant, and he gets sent off to like a gay rehabilitation center where they're all are given gay male roommates. So it's like, <laughs> it's July Fourth at uh, 
Yeah, it's like Wii Fest for, for, for gay guys there. It's like Elton John's house. <laughs> Number eight is a John Hughes film, Weird Science. Good oh, one. I didn't even yeah. think of that. It's hard not to like Gary and Wyatt. Yeah. Try to create a woman. <laughs> Number seven is Big. Very good go. one. Mm-hmm. Number six, where the red fern grows. Oh. <laughs> oh. Incredibly sad movie. Right. So you can Number one, the uh, depressing movie. Was yeah, it? yeah, it is. It made me cry in school. <laughs> oh god, fifth grade. <laughs> Number five, a summer school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be you when you're teaching uh, summer school? Uh, yeah. This, this year I'm teaching I summer so. school. Number four is a boy and his dog. Have you guys ever seen what this one? From 1975. No. No, no. It's like a really, it's like a B science fiction movie. I thought you were kind of like a like a post-apocalyptic sort of soil and green futures post-apocalypse. All the future kind of it's kind of like Fallout. Okay. Basically, the protagonist is a young man and his friend is a telepathic dog who's actually smarter than he is. So he doesn't wear a collar that makes. And, him and the main and the main oh, commodity is women. So actually, women are a traded commodity in this. Kind of like a cat from outer space. A little bit, yeah. Except but, he's telepathic without a collar. Yeah. And the, the dog is much smarter than the young does, man. How does the voice come out in it? He just, like, hear it in his head. What kind of a voice? It sounds like an adult man. <laughs> is his name <laughs> An adult white guy, we'll say. Okay, okay. <laughs> My name is Doug. Maybe it was an inspiration Doug. For, for Up. My name was Doug. <laughs> <laughs> My name was Doug. Three is Better Off Dead. Good one. Number two is Flight of the Navigator, because that one really kind of moved me as a, as a music Navigator. kid. Navigator. Navigator. Good 80s. All right. Then we... So that number two? That was my number two. Okay. Holly, you have your visual aid list. Number one, super bad. Uh, I thought you... Did you have, you have a stack a of movies for your list yeah. somewhere? Yeah, like a stack of VHS tapes. Somewhere. I did, I, but I... Yeah, I mean, I didn't think about it, so it's been bad. Oh, okay. She, she bypassed. You, you can throw out a few of your favorite kind of movies. Yeah, there's one we haven't mentioned that I know you like. Which one is that? Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. I've never it's seen it. Movie. It's, uh, yeah, it's based off of what, Shakespeare? I can't remember. Uh, the Shakespeare. Not the Hamlet. Jerry. Ten things I hate about you. Taming of the Shrew must have. Oh. Been. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, that's. About, oh, uh, Three Men and a Baby. That was actually pretty good coming of age. Three Men and a Little Lady is also, and you could basically pick any Karate Kid as a coming of age movie because he, he starts out as a complete dipshit at the beginning of every movie. Mm-hmm. Same, with, same with the new Karate Kid. To yeah. be the same way. Dong <laughs> Su Kao. All right, uh, take the jacket off. Chad's number one. Who's was Superman? No- that was Jimmy. That was Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy, number one Superman. Uh, I have Rushmore. It's a good Ooh, one. Good. Like it. I have Last Picture Show. I have Welcome to the Dollhouse. What's that one? Favorite. Oh, my very one yeah. of my favorite movies. Yeah. Would you like to join the Special it. People Club? <laughs> special People means retarded. The club is for retards. <laughs> It's very offensive. It makes sense in the movie. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Yeah, I think you'd like it. Oh, you'd like you got, it. We need Scott's number one and yeah. your number one. Uh, Scott's number one is Stand By Me. Stand by, stand by Scott. Stand by Scott. Mine is The Sandlot. No other choice could be number one on my list. Then what, what do you see when you misses? Uh, the only one that didn't really get mentioned on mine was uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. I have To Kill a Mockingbird. Yep, that was on Chad's. I wanted to, or uh, Scott's. I mean, Slums of Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, I had that too. School ties. <laughs> I totally had that one too. My list. School ties. Cowards. Cowards. Uh, stand and deliver. Ooh, Latinos coming of age. I thought you'd have Rebel Without a Cause to be honest on your list. I hate that movie. It was, I, I just, just can't old, stand it. Yeah. Old black and white. And Home Alone. Ooh, Home Alone's a good Ooh, one. Oh, that's a good one. Think about that one. I think the only one I have is yeah, School of Rock. 
School of Cock. <laughs> yes. Starring Jack Blackcock. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that is our top huh? ten list, guys. All right, that's it. Uh, that's it for the show, really. Yeah, we don't have anything yeah. else. Next episode, uh, we'll look at the new Will Ferrell movie, The Other Guys. That one looks very entertaining to me. Really? With Mark Wahlberg. Mark and Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne. And, uh, we have our retro review of what movie, Tom? You're the hunter from the future. You're going to have to post this online because nobody's going to be able to find it. Yeah, it's only available on VHS. Okay. I thought it was Hunter of the Future. Um, Turn around. The box is right there. Shit. Here it is. That was from the future. Hunter from the future. Sorry. (laughs) And he's standing on the box with some UFOs above him. Holding an axe. Holding an axe. You guys want this? And your isn't Y-O-U-R, it's just Y-O-R. Is that the name of this? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll watch the trailer. Do you want me to pause this so we can watch the trailer quick for your? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wow. What is he wearing? Oh, God, I am pumped out. Yor! So, yeah, we're going to watch your Hunter from the Future. Then our top ten B-movies. Is your going to make your top ten B-movies now? That's, that's a tough list to crack into. There's Have a lot of already. Have you seen your Hunter from the Future? You've seen it before? A long time ago. I have not probably seen him. You <laughs> saw this a long time yeah, ago? Yeah. How? It was, uh, you could rent did, it at... Uh, did your dad rent it? It was, it was on the two for 99 cents Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see Bruce walking into a movie theater. Kind of like movie. a Conan sort of thing. Like, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Then <laughs> uh, staying with the B movie theme, our versus is going to be Thanks Killing versus Killer Clowns from <laughs> Outer Space. Thanks Killing is so good. Thanks oh, Killing. Yeah. Thanks. I've not seen it. I've seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but I've never seen Thanks Killing. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a much better movie. Yeah, we'll see which way. Just uh, just from the first like ten fifteen minutes of Thanks Killing, I'll probably be voting for Killer Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch more things coming. <laughs> it has the JonBenet Ramsey line that they use like eight times in that movie. What's that? Her legs are harder to close than the JonBenet Ramsey case. Oh, they say it like four times in the movie. <laughs> they could tell each other they thought so they were saying bad. it for the first time because they thought it was really funny. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, so go check out our uh, website at uh, www.pgpfilmcast.com. And then our email links are on there. Uh, Chud, Tom, or Jerry at sacrifice12productions.com. Then make sure that you vote for our verses. Thanksgiving versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Both are available on Netflix streaming. Yes. So if you have a Netflix account, go watch it. And uh, send us a top 10 list, a top 10 B movies, or any other comments. That's it. Thank Bye. you. Bye.